Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to Nobody Panic. Hello and welcome. I'm Stevie. I'm Tessa. And uh, we're here to just, you know, help you out. Help you out with some stuff. Oh, before we start, I just want to say that I'm doing my Edinburgh show, uh, Volume 1. Say it with one. confidence. I'm doing my Edinburgh show, Volume 1, at there we Soho Theatre in London, uh, SohoTheatre.com. It's really fun. I worked very hard on it, and I would love to show you. Um, the first two days are sold out. Wednesday and Thursday are sold out. Fantastic. But the Friday and Saturday, because... It's Good Friday. So um, I'd say you've got to choose the Lord or me and choose me. <laughs> um, so there's still, still a fair few tickets to shift on the old the old Saturday and Friday. Um, but I'll be in the bar afterwards and please come over and say hi. And um, yeah, so it's SohoTheatre.com and it's uh, called C.V. Martin Volume 1. This stuff, this episode, is about how to move back into you into your parents how to move inside your parents yes how to climb back in um no how to move back at home when you're of an age where you feel maybe like well historically this would be seen as bad but it's fine that's me trying not to because it's not a bad thing now it's very common no um according to a recent study nearly a million more young adults now live with their parents that was in february 2019 the number has risen from 2.4 million to 3.4 million in the uk in the uk yeah um yep. that's that's a, a report by the admittedly right leaning think tank civitas mm. there are so many reasons for it the housing situation is one of them if you wanted to live in a big city, you, the amount of people who have parents in like outside of London who have moved back home at some point, I genuinely believe if you don't do that, you're mad because you're paying like in your early twenties, you're paying like six hundred pounds, literally eight hundred pounds a month in London for a small flat is actually considered now quite quite fine. Yes, that's mad. Madness. And if you're not um, in a city, and that's not a thing, the other reason is for you know life problems, emotional reasons, um, just saving money. It doesn't matter if you're um, if you're outside of London or you're outside of Hull, where the houses are significantly cheaper. It's still money, isn't it? And you'll probably end up being able to pay a little bit less keep with your parents because I know some parents. Um, uh, lots of my friends who've moved back in, they still pay their way like every month or so, but it's just mm-hmm. nowhere near as much as their rent. I'm obviously one of those statistical figures. You're a guru? I, I'm a guru, and I took part in that census. Mm. And your your reasons were house-sharing reasons, wasn't it? it was yes, like- my reasons were we'd come to the end of our lease, and 
I don't want to be in the house anymore. Come to the end of your tether. The end of the line. And I think also like relationships often are a reason too. Like lots of people who have shared a flat with their significant other or SO, um, which is a thing I'm going to start saying now. Because you're a a mum's net follower. I'm a mum's net follower. I'm a new mum. Of course. (laughs) Wait until you hear my adult thing. I think I've just blown it. Um, When you go through a breakup... Oh God, I can't imagine what it'd be like. I've never been living with someone that I've gone through a breakup with, but the thought of like, you're like, oh God, how painful. And now the admin. And yes. You, <laughs> and you have to like see them. Or I, I have a friend who broke up with, they were engaged and they broke up and then um, they had to live in the same flat for like the remaining three months of their lease because they were like, well, financially, this makes sense. And so, you know, like he was bringing people back. No. Yeah. No. But she'd broken up with him. She spent a lot of time at her parents' house, but her parents were up north. So, and so like it just for her job, like it just didn't work. So like pretty much every weekend was spent with her like staying at friends' houses, just not wanting to be in the flat anymore. But um, so oh, if you're going God. through that, I feel you. I don't feel you because I have not had that, but I it hurts me to think about Even to it. to think about it. Um, so Jobs yeah. changing. Jobs changing. Merely feel, falling out of love with where you were living before. Absolutely. I think I'm maybe starting to do that, but that's a whole other podcast called How Is Stevie Falling Out of London? Because they have to start uh, with how, don't they? I think that that quote by, guess... Confucius. No. Shakespeare. No. Beyonce. No. Michelle Obama. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh. No, no. go on. Tandy Newton. <laughs> No. Is it Thandy? Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I would have a whole podcast of me guessing, but I won't do that. Uh, Samuel Johnson. I was never going to say Samuel No, Johnson. I would never have got that either. I, thought I would have best I would have gone for um, John Donne, who I don't even know if John, that's... the metaphysical poet. Yeah, mm. that's who I would have thought. Um, when a man is tired of London, he is tired of life. I just think that that quote makes you be like... Oh, okay. Yes, I, I must be tired of life then if I want to leave. Yes, so I no guess I'll stressed. never leave. Yeah, and then, but really, it's like forget, grow forget it, here. Samuel Johnson. You wrote that in like 1662, and the fire had just happened. Yeah, so there's a lot just, less of London. That's quite frankly, there was a lot less. It burned down, and there was less people. There was certainly no tube. And uh, basically, what we're saying is because it sounds like what the hell has this got to do with anything? But I think if you want to leave a city or the cool place that you have moved to out of your mother's nest and your father's tree. Yes. And then you're like, oh, now I need to go back home. It can feel like a step back. Yes. But it's not. Like, well, now I'm the man who is tired of life. I'm like Samuel Johnson. I must return to the family homestead. Exactly. Man who's tired of London is tired of life. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're just quite tired. Yeah. And sometimes it's important to do a step sideways while you think about your next step forwards. Yeah. Rather than being like, I'm on this treadmill now, so I guess I'm never getting off. I came home from something. When I I came home early from something, I was planning to stay for much longer. And then I said to my mum, I'm coming home actually. <laughs> and I thought she'd be like, no, go, live your life. You've got mm. two more weeks. And she was like, lovely. I'll see you at the airport. And it was so like, oh, yeah, I don't have to pretend this like, um, no, I'm having a great time, actually. He's like, yeah. I want to come home now. I want to come home. And I think that idea of I want to come home now is something that we should all be like, listen, we should all listen to. And so not quell it because you've got these it. mad ideas that you it's embarrassing to go home no it's not embarrassing um but obviously it can be tricky certainly because um i mean i got on very well with my family as does tessa but you basically you've got these new housemates now who are used to you being sort of 18 yes uh, or 17 16 four 
how you have progressed and changed living alone or with other people. Absolutely. You've sort of completely changed as a person. There'll be arguments or they'll, you'll rub because, each other up the wrong way. Yes, and also you've returned back to the family home. So when you're like, don't treat me like a child, you're like, well, why are you in our house then? There's a lot of that. And also, like, if they're used to seeing you just, like, at, you know, family gatherings or do's you're or on form. for the weekend, you're on top form. Oh, yeah. And my dad calls it the... Um, uh, dead fish rule of course which is how long a fish would be enjoyed uh, on the table in the kitchen okay. and it's three days and then everyone be like that fish smells what are we going to do about that fish right. before everyone's like how funny there's a fish here right so if you're saying if you, if you move back home for a year yeah everyone's like that fish is rotten and so <laughs> it, you're no longer just like a guest you know you, you, you're way past your dead, your dead fish it's rule. too far, yes. You know, uh, but it's not the end of the world. Like it, you can still make it work, and you can still um, make it be a good sidestep rather than uh, like, oh god, a so backwards step, quite just negative. sidewards, just sidewards, sort of like Morris dancing. That's what we're doing here. I think mm. they do a lot of sidestepping and bell ringing. Maybe that's bell ringing. Anyway, um, yes, could the be. adult thing. <laughs> the adult thing that I, I would like to volunteer because I'll go first. So I went to France. Vive France. Uh, to Carcassonne. I did French A-level. Of course I did. Did you? Um, bon? No, because it was oh. like a long time no? ago. No. And um, rubbish. My, and the person I was going on holiday with used to live in Paris for oh, a really? long time. Yeah. And was... Uh, he says he wasn't fluent. He still had to think, but he could speak French. Oh, and um, and both of us would. I mean, obviously me because I've, I've just been like you know, jumeau foot like that business. Jeanne Piscine. Jeanne Piscine. A l'auberge de jeunesse. Do you remember that? I think that was youth, the youth hostel. hostel. And when I arrived in France, it, I saw a l'auberge de jeunesse and nearly lost my mind. Yeah, um, there one was. I spent so many of my weekend derniers there. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. No one had ever ever done a weekend. Like you said, you had never, never, in a and also your parents didn't ever do the jobs. My parents um, were a teacher and a dentist, and he, they're an oceanographer and uh, taught horse riding for a living. That's so too hard to say, though. You, know? you can't say. I, actually, I think oceanographer is oceanographic. Oh, great. Okay, but either That's way, I was like, I don't know how to translate. Um, Specialises in marine biology, defence. No, of course not. So you just said he was a dentist. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> yeah, wasn't. I think I said my dad was like a. A baker, like a boulangerist. Yeah, whereas really, he's a session drummer. <laughs> yeah, and he that? went on tour with PJ and Duncan. He Very did. cool. He did. He did. Um, it's the coolest thing about Stevie. That's is, is my dad. Um, we so we we were a bit overwhelmed with the language, certainly. And I just started slipping in a few little. Vous avez du lait? Do you have any milk? Uh, it's possibly not du lait. It's possibly not right. But it doesn't matter. Lay is milk. And did you want any milk? No, no, I did. I did. Um, or um, Esquilia Lagar. Where is the station? Oh, Trebian. Great stuff. Mm. And I uh, the, and I started just with literally just like merci and au revoir and bonjour. On the fourth day, um, we were in a chocolate shop and there was a big chocolate chicken and um, the shadow. He said, "Is that solid chocolate in French?" Oh, and I was like. Where's this come from? And then she went, and then the, the woman said it in French, oh, famille, like there's a whole family. And he went, dedans, inside. Oh, And then bien. we left the chocolate shop to a round of applause. No, we didn't, but like it felt like we did. <laughs> so that was my adult thing because, of course, whenever I said the French thing, the French person would go, what? And then reply in English. Mm. And I didn't let it affect me. That's fantastic. And now I think I'm basically French. That's wonderful. Thank you.
Uh, moving back in with your parents. No, you haven't done your adult thing yet. You oh, well, told booked, me that's it. That's my adult thing. Well, I booked it? a holiday. Oh, great. And uh, where? Uh, Austria, in fact. We. Oui. Mit zwei Schokolade no. mit Schan. <laughs> Honestly, that's two hot chocolates with cream. That's great. And every time they did come. So but that is good. So, yeah. you know, I think the sense of the chocolate was there. In my... I mean, I felt like I understood. I can understand. Felt like... I felt like I understood it and I didn't. Exactly. So it's very... a, I think it's a real gift. It, it my, is a gift. My, I, I find holidays very stressful for many, many reasons. Not any of the reasons I think that the normal person finds holidays stressful. The stressful <laughs> bit is the is the booking the flight and thinking you've got the flight in the wrong direction or the flight to the wrong place or like yeah. you've shown up to the airport and they're like, no, this is for 2020, you know, like, yes, you know. Yes. And but think of it like a, booking a train. It's exactly the same. I know, I know. I don't know why I get so stressed out mm. about it. It's because it's, it's, it's a big plane. It's a plane. And it's quite and a lot like, of effort and it, 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 Because it's like, that's the thing that like your parents didn't, you know, the first thing they ever put yourself on, you're like, oh my God, why am I being in yeah. charge of, of this? I am literally going tomorrow. Where? Uh, Austria again. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I came back and I was like, should we go skiing to my parents? And, um, so they've driven with the car and I'm just going with my hand luggage. I've got a £30 flight. Oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah, then you get a £10 train all the way into Ishkel, right to the ski resort. Right, so that's your adult thing. You just booked a holiday with your parent, for your parents. Yeah. After you came back off holiday. And I was like, I'm going again. That's like the queen. Yes. Um, I'd like to start Please. by recommending a book Oh. by Nat Lertzema. It's called Cuckoo in the Nest. She's a comedian. She's now a writer. She writes a lot of... Um, Really excellent young adult fiction that I love. But this is her first book. And it's uh, she was 28, her, her relationship ended, and she moved back in with her parents. It's just a really fun look at that. And I think it would be very helpful for anyone listening who's like, oh, God, how do I cope? That might be a nice place to start, read, speak to people who've done it, so you don't feel so, like, alone and, like, oh, maybe it's only me that is finding this a bit more difficult psychologically than I thought. Because mm-hmm. it's happened to be twice. And this second time around... With two oh. different sets of parents? Absolutely, with yeah. my first... <laughs> <laughs> with my first family. But my first family. And now I'm moving in with my second family. But we're so much better this second time around. Oh, that's nice. For loads of different reasons. Um, uh, when I, so the first time I moved back in after university, and when I was an absolute hot pot, I was no fun to be around. Oh, I didn't think hot pot meant that. I didn't, like, I didn't think I that's what you meant up. by hot pot. No, I know, but oh, right. you, you, said, you said hot pot in such a way. I was like... A great, a great hot gal. Uh, oh, I, there, never have I been more sexy than when I moved back home with my parents after university. Uh, I was going to say like a boiling hot pot of like, if you tried to touch Emotions it to be like, um, you're going to get a job? It just exploded at you. Of course. You're going to move out? I <laughs> often say that to pots. The hot pot just blew, out, just blew its blew top. Out. All its stew everywhere. And yeah, um, yeah moved back home. Uh, didn't have a didn't have a job. Didn't have anywhere to live. Didn't know what to do with myself. Didn't have any sort of um, had no like no idea what to do. And also, of course, as we've discussed in our graduate wasteland, you know, there were no obvious jobs. And yeah. It also felt stressful getting like a full time job in the bar or in the restaurant or something in town. That also felt like a step back. Yeah. You know, and equally, like being like, why don't you go get a job abroad or something? It felt like. Whereas now I'm quite like. I think I'm going to go, you know, live in the mountains for six months and like, um, you know, own a, a pig farm. Me and my pig, you know, moving to the <laughs> mountains of Austria. Good too. <laughs> like that feels like a very viable thing. Whereas yes. at 22, that felt like, no, I've got a, a whole life here. Like I'm supposed to be doing stuff. Like yeah. owning a pig felt like the opposite. Whereas now a pig feels like <laughs> 101 get that pig in um and so i was a night i was a nightmare then 
my dad was also trying to retire and was very cross. He thought he would have retired years ago. And he, both my parents left when they were teenagers. So for me to be back age 21, they were like, who is this? And what are you doing in our house? And... Um, I basically became this sort of live-in painter decorator (laughs) in which, like, every day when my dad left for work, there'd be, like, a list of jobs for me on the table. So, like, we were living in a... It was a... It was no one was helping anybody. And then my dad... So, since then, I've got on my own two feet. I have a a plan and a whole structure around me. And, like, I am not a a hot pot anymore. And um, even though I am at home and haven't got a base, I do have, like a job and a, a bit of a plan and it's mm. a pig <laughs> and, uh, and my dad has since retired yeah. um, and so he's settled into his he's, life he's much more settled into his life he bought himself a tractor and he cuts people's edges for a living he makes things he makes things and my parents have also completely because another thing that didn't help was like everyone was too big for the house to mm. now be full of rather than two parents and some children it was now like some grown ups and some hot pots <laughs> and anyway they built themselves this beautiful glass kitchen it's really lovely and so they're really chuffed with it yeah. everybody's just mellow you've gone in there with expectations of like okay so we've done this before we've done this before it doesn't work if i'm a hot pot so no. you've probably changed your i've approach. mellowed right out yeah yeah and, and so yeah it, it's but it's tricky to go through it the first time because it does feel like this huge step back in time and everybody's like doesn't know where they stand in the power play mm. everyone's like am i the grown-up are you the grown-up yeah should i like, shout at you and then you're like don't shout at me because you've also been living out by yourself for three yeah. years or four years so with at uni so you're not used to being policed like that again yeah. like, it's like very very hard you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection blue nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think as well, like, I didn't move back home after I graduated, but I deferred a year of university and lived at home for that year. Um, and I wasn't sure I was going to go back. So that's sort of like a similar thing in the sense that I had that, what's the word, the sensation of like waking up in the morning and just being like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And I don't know what I'm doing next week. And I don't know what I'm doing the week after. I don't have, like, you, you go through life being like, and then uh, then obviously I'll go up a year and then I'll have those exams. Yes. And then you're like, but there's n- like if I ha- like I didn't even have a written diary because I got bought one for 
you know, and it just was blank because I didn't yeah. have anything in it. And it was yeah. like, oh my, because I can't even write my, and then I graduate. And then I like, it was so weird. I feel like that's a similar thing. And often, often if, you, if you're moving back home for different situations, like a relationship breakup or um, money saving or whatever, you may have some sort of a plan. So you're like, well, I'll go home and save money for this amount of time and yes. then I'll move, move back. But if you don't, I think it's probably one of the main tips Unless you're moving back with your family for good, in which case I think this podcast is more focused on it's a transient thing yes. rather than that is like it. Um, but yeah, you should try and make a plan. Yes. So even if you don't uh, actually, you literally don't have anything to put in the plan, create some stuff. So yes. what's your deadline for when you're like, right, well, by this point, if I haven't found anything, I'll get a job in a nearby bar. Yes. Or like, and then by this point, if I'm I don't have hoping anything, to only stay here for four months six yes. months you know this is my plan so everybody's on board and nobody's sort of whispering like and how long is she going to stay exactly and then also you don't feel like everyone's whispering that because as well like people probably aren't saying that but like you get so defensive you're yeah. like you know what mate I'm shut up and everyone's like I literally just asked you if you wanted Cheerios yeah like, also <laughs> if you are somebody who feels like they've ever gone yeah, sure. <laughs> it's so easy to look back on all the times that I've been that person and it's very very hard when you are it to be self-aware enough to be like I'm sorry I can tell I'm doing this and whatever the thing that you're being like you shut up you don't even understand about have a quick check because you probably aren't happy about it yourself yeah the biggest arguments or the biggest the most upset I ever get is when someone tells me what I've actually done I don't want to hear it someone says something that I actually am or do or you know have a behavioural trait that is correct and you're like no and then about three hours later I was like yeah that was, you hit the nail on the head and it really hurt yeah um, moving back in with your parents is for the first time is like that inner situation because it's yeah. literally like I don't need to be here but you do but you do and everything that they do that's nice you're like oh it's infantilizing me you're like no they're just trying to be nice like yeah. so yes it's your mum and your dad might drive you up the wall but they, the fact that they're letting you be there is like a lovely kind thing for them A lovely to do. kind thing. Um, and yeah, you just have to, it's not going to be like it was when you were a teenager and you were just living there. It's not like it's going to be this like, you know, rest, rest and relaxation thing where you're just going to, it's going to chill out. You're going to feel stressed a lot because you're going to constantly be like, okay, and what's the next bit? But you shouldn't, you should allow yourself, I feel like people should allow themselves time to be like, Okay, like you've moved back home for a reason, whether that is graduation, whether that is a relationship, whether that is a job change. I think give yourself like at least a month to just reassimilate. Like I think you have yeah. to uh, allow yourself that stressless. Yeah, and no matter how much you're like, the clock is ticking. Like the clock is not ticking. You have all the time. You, you really have do. all the time. It's such a common world. thing that we get emails about. Like if you were given a like complicated math salute, like problem or a question and a exam paper or something, you would research it. You would think about it, and then you would write the answer. You wouldn't just be like, "I'll write the first thing that happens." Why? Why don't I know it? You have to have a process. So like yeah, moving yeah, back yeah. home is the same sort of thing. Like. You can't just know what you're going to do next. You have to like do your research. You have to have a think. You have to give yourself time to process what it is that you want to do. And I think, yeah, people kind of just think that everything has happened now. And most crucially, that moving back in with your parents takes you right back to the square one. Whereas mm. it's not. It's just part of the solution that you've come up with to a problem. It's because everyone has such a clear idea that like it's a straight line of a race and here are the other people running and I should be here. And so going back to your parents, like going back to, you know, step one on the board yeah like, it's not it's just like think of the thing more of like a big soup rather than a road there we go 
<laughs> it's a big soup. It's not a road, guys. That's guys, the one take home. And like, and so some things have to cook for longer. And some things you can run on. The... Okay, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense, okay. guys? Better. <laughs> on a practical note, the thing you just said then about like, yeah, you feel like you start from the beginning and then you go back to like well, however old you were when you left. At Christmas, that's what I do. Like, I feel like I become an 18-year-old again. Yeah. Into, uh, well, I used to do that. And then, so there was one well, a tip that I read about moving back in with your parents. It was like, oh, yeah, since I've done this, I'm a lot happier. You should not, you, like, basically fight against that psychological urge just to go back to being a child like you used to be, mm-hmm. which is what will naturally happen. You'll suddenly start being like, I don't want to do the dishes. Don't want, it's like, yeah. no, you have to, you are now entering the house as an adult, so you have to help out more mm-hmm. and you have to like help out when people don't ask you to mm-hmm. you have to do all those things that actually come a lot easier when you're an adult than when you're a kid because like, I think it's because things aren't as heavy genuinely that genuinely I think they're like heavy or high oh I think that's a big part of it. So like making a six-year-old like do a thing that now I'm like, why did I make such a fuss about this as a child? I was like, it was a lot heavier. Then. Yeah, the fork was the size of me, so uh, of course yeah, I couldn't put it away. It was a lot to carry the plates to the table. Yes, that is true. That is true. And also, you can't see the point in it when when you're younger. You're just like, this is just time wasting balls. Whereas yeah. well, when you've lived by yourself, you see that if you do the dishes, like then your kitchen's nicer, or like yeah. someone needs to do it, and your parents are doing you a favour by letting you stay there. So it will be hard to keep it up. But you should at least start out with the intentions of helping out where you can and thinking of things like, oh, you know, if I did this while my parents are out at work, that's got me a good brownie point so I can stay here longer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that is a way of looking at it. Like, I'll just hoover. Why not? Yeah, why not? Because that that will make them so happy and they'll, they'll like, actively enjoy me being there rather than you living at home, using it like a hotel yes. and just go and see all your old pals who are all in there, which, I mean, of course, that's what, you know, if you've got friends near your parents' house, do that. But, like you have to make sure that you're treating your parents with the respect yes. that you want to receive. So I sound like I sound like we're doing a podcast for children. Like it's like you've got to help around the house. But that's the thing is like <laughs> do well, a chart. Also, side memory. Um I just remember that when we were when we were very small, my dad must have left for work before we got up in the morning to go to primary school mm. and the breakfast table was laid and I was like probably Peter Pan. And I was really confident Aww, it was Peter Pan. That's very cute. Doing it. Be the Peter Pan of your Be parents. Be the Peter Pan of your house. Also, um, a friend of mine moved back in with um, his parents. It was like seven months or something. He said he had a lovely time because he um, he would like spend, he would make sure that he spent quality time with them. So it wasn't just like, oh, we're living in the same house. It was like having meals with them, suggesting a movie night, mm. like actively doing stuff with your parents because also when you move out of your parents house you're going to go back to the thing of like you know you see them irregularly or you call them mm-hmm. not as much as you wish, as you like to now you've got the chance to actually like hang out with them and you might have a problematic relationship with your parent and we'll, we'll come to that later but like even if you do there's there are ways of um just like you do in life with friends and you kind of if you have like a fractious relationship with someone you work out how to heal that and how to kind of make it better do that with your parents like offer stuff be kind of be there to chat to them if they've had a hard day at work like mm-hmm. basically treat them like a friend the like housemates that you're living with like you wouldn't want to treat your housemates like shit would you no way because then they'll kick you out which and your parents will so maybe get into um, some kind of TV show altogether in the age of the uh, that's nice the box set, box set. Uh, we've just finished season two of The Crown yeah, The Crown's a great one. The Crown, I really can't recommend enough as a multi-generational. There's mm. a lot to enjoy. Mm. There really is. Sumptuously directed. It's sumptuously directed. Matt Smith is amazing. Claire He's Foy is fantastic. Yeah. Everyone's acting their socks off. But also it's about a real time in history. So there's no way someone won't be like, 
I remember that. Also, like introducing your parents to things that you have found that they'll like. Mm. For example, I want my parents to watch Coco, you know, the uh, Pixar. Oh, yes. It's so good. And like, you know, cook with your dad if he's cooking or like, you know, like do something. Get involved in the way that the house works because it's one of those things as well that if you're really not looking forward to it and you do have a difficult relationship with the family, leaning out of it is only going to be worse. Like Mm -hmm. it's just going to make the gap worse and make it more awkward to be living there. Whereas if you really surprise everyone by leaning fully in and being like, like enthusiastic and excited to be there and helpful then it doesn't matter what's gone before because look at how you're acting now yes. like I think that's a you know and I think a key thing is just communicate oh my god and big time. so not only this like not through angry notes not through angry notes you sit down you know you communicate try and be like are you behaving like this because of this reason yeah like do you feel like I'm in your space are you cross about this like you just have to you know everyone be nice and open otherwise everyone will just it'll just boil itself to toxic resentment is a bad thing when you're all living in the same house yeah. and it's your family and I think like as well having meals together helps when we were growing up dinner time was always the time when like if someone had kind of you know gone off or say someone had scratched I hate dad into an old cupboard say, say. they'd done that had they? me I did that yeah still there dad finds it hilarious you know why? and at the time this was huge and when I looked on, back on it what is the time? the Soviet era? I think I was 11 or 12 okay he decided because I'd been naughty we weren't going swimming that day but he would take me next week absolutely lost my mind anyway that would be a thing where um, at dinner that night we would sit down and we'd talk about it and if and it would be horrible because I didn't want to talk about it but it'd be like looking back that is the best way to do things because also you've got like a nice meal so you're like mm, yeah well I want to be here for the meal but now I've got to talk about it that's the yeah. exchange um, nice stir fry have to talk about why you scratched I head dad on the cupboard yeah so I'm sorry I scratched this on the cupboard I think I just felt very frustrated that we weren't allowed to go swimming today I mean it's hard to make this um, transfer this to like adult <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it, I think it's the same thing it's like just begin with I'm, sorry, um, I snapped I'm basically just trying to think of how how unbelievably bad we were at talking the first time round when it was so bad being mm. at home and and partly that is because I not that I wasn't there of my own volition but I did feel like if I could be gone I wanted to yes. I did I did keep trying to run away you know and like I and so whereas this is like an active choice that I've made to like go home yeah um, and I think like it is when people are really when you're cross with each other like it is really hard just to be like well just communicate you're like no yes you can't like, you have to it's a, so I think just I'm beginning with an apology like I'm sorry I've made you feel like this I'm sorry I left my stuff in the middle of the landing do you have anything to say like... I will never to do that just so you know this is how it makes me feel when you move my stuff it makes me feel like I'm a child again and I know I'm back in your house but I'm really really trying to be a grown up and I would love if you gave me some of that yeah. power and it takes a lot you can't do that in the moment but you have no, to like maybe Lord, take, no. take yourself away and like try and think like try and think basically do something fully different like listen to music go on do something completely different and then the moment your brain has switched to doing that other thing mm. the perspective will come back and you'll be like right well I got angry because she, my mum did this but now I am ha- yeah. able to talk about it and do it. so much sort of putting in their shoes of being like okay how does my mum feel who thought she had like you know she was free and easy now and yeah. she would walk get, around nude she thought she could get nude now I'm back here bringing my friends around and my, you know and trying to I'm she's having to re-go through this shit with me and they're worried as well often because you I think it's always a worry when your child comes back 
to live because it's, yeah. it's never for a reason it's like life's going great so yeah, I exactly. thought oh, I everything's need... going brilliantly so I've come home <laughs> come yeah. home it's always like um, not necessarily that it's bad but it's always like a okay I need to take a time out yes. um, situation ideally your time out would be like a cottage that you own in the middle of, of course, the country with your chef Miguel yeah and you like, and Miguel just and he doesn't he only speaks when spoken to so he's not and annoying there's nothing like, you know, weird going on with Miguel oh my in my head he's like the um, Swedish chef in the Muppets yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he's quite weird, but uh, there's me, no like sexual tension with Miguel. There's no, no, he has singing fruit. It's not going to be like that. You're going to be inserted back into a fully functioning household that you have a role to play. Mm-hmm. Again, expectations of yeah. Key. And with the dinner thing, I think both make the dinner, but also when someone says, "What do you want for dinner tonight?" Make a choice. Oh, <laughs> you're bringing some personal things to the table. <laughs> certainly, certainly, because I think that so often with dinner, it's less about the actual cooking process and more about the having to make the choice. And yes. Oh, yeah. It. What do we want? Oh, I don't know. This. Oh, well, what if I'm, I'm, I'm easy. Like, no, say it. It doesn't help you being like, I'm easy, whatever, whatever. Like, that is not the answer anyone's looking for. No, they want to know what to make. People would just want to be told to have that taken away from them. Yes. Um, <sighs> the other tip I found is um, to keep your routine and social life as intact as possible. Mm. And I think that taps into the whole like waking up being like, what am I doing? And we said about making a plan. That's like a long term plan. But in terms of day to day, you need to have something to be doing. So if, you, if you're not um, still doing your job and you're sort of commuting or, you know, you've got another job or whatever it might be worth looking into taking on a project or doing something that you've always wanted to do but in your previous life you were too busy to do and you've always and not learn the piano something that is useful like for example for me the thing that I keep putting off is I need to get someone to build me a website that's good because I've tried so hard and I'm not good at it and it's cool and I need to accept it and just get someone to do it so it's done. So that would be something that I would like, be like, right, well, I'll organise that. Yeah. And I'll organise all the little things in my life that are kind of trailing, that you just kind of go, oh, they're not a priority. You can do that when you're at home because you'll have a bit more time and you'll have a little bit more space to kind of... And also you'll need to do admin. You'll need to do things to feel like, well, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Um, and if you don't have anything because your your life has been completely up heaveled you've graduated and now you're like what do I do well you've lost your job and your partner lost and, job and your partner and everything and your house and everything get very into running I get would. very into running get into something read you know set, set yourself uh, little kind of tasks that you can you can look forward to also keep your social life going like speak to friends Skype friends go for drinks with people I think you can hold yourself away and, and just stay in a room or mm-hmm. you know just stay in the house because there's no I always feel like that whenever I go home I don't leave the house for like a whole week because it's just like well, there's no reason to like what am I going to do if there's like a family dog and if your dad's like that's all I have maybe don't yes yes um, yes it's very hard to say because everyone's different but a routine is the key because I think when you have a job that's what's good about the job that is it's annoying but it's given you a routine without yeah. you trying and I think be aware of like what is your parents routine like are they still in, yeah. uh, going to work in which case are they going to be cross to leave the house when you're still in bed and then return home and you're also in the bed <laughs> like, like, yeah. or that you're you now in their bed they say like what have you done today and you're like I've drawn this owl and <laughs> Again, again, really get maybe it's a personal experience. Stuff. And they're like, did you apply for that job? And you're like, no. Imagine how you would feel yeah. if you had a, a job day to day and you were putting food on the table and then someone was living in your house and you came home. So like, just constantly now. put yourself in like their shoes. Um, and equally, if like they've just recently retired, be aware that like, that's also a quite a big transition that feels very exciting for one week, followed by like... Oh no. Oh no. What am I doing now? Projects. 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 Write the projects down. The thing you just said there is, is so important about the um, 
uh, about saying, uh, so have you applied for that job? Because mm. that's the thing that will drive you. So if you've come back and you're like, oh, I need to find, I need to find a job or can I move back while I find out where somewhere to live? Mm. Obviously, they're going to be asking you, so have you found somewhere? Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to take that as, right, so you want me to leave then, do you? Mm. Or you think I'm a failure and I'm not doing anything with my days? Shut up. Because also you're in your brain and your body. So you know that like maybe... That day you'd spent two hours drawing an owl, and those two hours could have been spent doing a job. Certainly could have done. But if you if you um, have like a routine where you are like in my day uh, between I don't know twelve and three every day, that's my job hunting time. That's my insert anything else. Yeah, you time. only feel that level of like defensive shut up energy if you know that actually you didn't apply for anything today so when someone says do you apply for that job and you say do you know I did and they send me this horrible letter back and like you know you that's the answer if you actually have done it if you yes. didn't do it then the answer is like you don't know anything about the job shit <laughs> you know yes. because really the answer is like no say. I didn't do the job no. I watched another eight episodes of the American office okay yeah. yes. like all the Brexit people being like we we burnt the evidence yeah <laughs> like, it's in my asshole <laughs> <laughs> it's in my asshole. It's only something you say if you didn't do it. Yeah, like you know. Yes. it's never legit in your asshole. And even then, you go like, "Gosh, it's actually in my asshole." Like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I put it in my asshole again. Um, so like, be you know. And again, this is like really, really hard level stuff that when you're in it is so hard to do and so easy from the outset. Being like, just be calmer, communicate, just do this. Like, but sometimes you need that very easy like. Oh, reminder, and it could yeah. push you forward a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, re- like reading a book or something that you're like, yeah, I know all this stuff. Like I know I'm supposed to not be stressed and sleep well. And yeah. Stuff. But for some reason, I do keep reading articles about that because yeah. I'm like, mm, tell me, remind me again. And I think, yeah, if if you are sat at in your family home listening to this, being like, oh yes, oh god, then you know you've made the mistake of, of course, like everyone does, of just not being. Per- perfect all the time mm. and we you can't be perfect you can't do everything perfectly so if it's an absolute shitstorm that's fine that's kind of as expected just like try and change one thing you know if like just take one thing at a time to be like right well I'll, I'll try and make my experience better because there's no point in um in having in going home for however many months or years having a difficult time you might as well make the best of it while mm-hmm. you're there because you're not going to get another chance to kind of live rent free and even though it is doesn't feel like that when you're actually in it you're just like this is like I feel like I'm trapped yeah but um and yeah, to see yeah. the positives. I, I was gonna. I was just gonna pass a, a Chekhov quote to end. I think it's very important that we always end on Anton Chekhov. <laughs> Do you know it actually might be Tolstoy? Anton Chekhov's Tolstoy. And <laughs> tweet be. us. Uh, tweet us who said this quote. Whose is this quote? I'd love Leo it. If it's gonna be or so, Anton. It's like so obvious, like Toy Story. Isn't and it? then it's yeah. If you you've got a king, you best not miss it. You go, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Two for you. Um, who said it? No, it is um, the bread of the host is bitter, and his stairs are hard to climb. Oh Jesus! Is that uh, Game of Thrones? No, it truly is okay. either Chekhov or Tolstoy. Oh, brilliant! And um, it is. Uh, it I really stuck with me when I read it. It's about a girl um, who has to go and be a governess in someone else's house, and um, 
it really stuck with me that like no matter how much they're like this is your room this is yours but this is your thing like no, you're never truly at home being a guest like yeah. you're never and so the more that you can make that your home so you don't yeah. have to feel like a guest in the space and you know you've found your found your new rules and new frame and new like this is my space this is your space and in order to be given essentially like the privilege of your own space because what people pay for in London or the city or the town or wherever you live mm. when you pay your astronomical rent is to be like and this is my door and I close the door now and this is my space yeah. and so if you've chosen to be in a different place <laughs> you have to be like well this is the price for yes. this space you know? yeah yeah the trade-off is that your mum might walk into your bedroom without knocking yeah but you're not trade. paying for it. No. So, so and then maybe communicate with her and be like, "Hello, I would. Lo- I'm really trying to be that. a grown up, and I am doing or some rude things in just here. Just like get very nude and just wait for her to do it again. Yeah, She'll yeah, never yeah. do that again. Yeah, exactly. But like jam on your boobs and just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having my boob jam time. Exactly. I'm jamming in here. Or just be like, oh well, live your life. People yeah. are going to do whatever that you know. It's just an acceptance of like, here's however many people are in this house, but at least two, mm. and everyone's just got their own thing going on. Be respectful and kind and nice to each other. And to yourself as well. If you think with like a job hunt or with being back to your parents that you'll spend every day doing something meaningful and you'll start a bullet journal and then you'll be helping, you'll be cooking for for mother. You probably will watch a lot of loose women followed by Homes Under the Hammer. You'll feel quite lost and and you'll cry and then your parents will go, so what did you do today? And then you'll shout at them. That's probably most of the days. But if you can find a way to... Uh, make those days in the minority that would be yeah. you've won and I tell you from experience the only good value daytime television is Bargain Hunt it is quite good though yeah, yeah as a freelancer I, I watch it a lot it's absolutely <laughs> absurd yeah it is com- like yeah it's absolutely mad so the top lines being talk communicate chat to people in the house chat to your parents don't uh, get into a situation where you're just like walking around not talking about when's she going to go? Um, be clear on how long the fish is going to be there. Be clear on how, yeah, be set deadlines. Have a, a long-term plan that if you don't stick to, don't beat no yourself problems. up about that. But, but that begin is your the aim. process with the plan in place. Yes, and then have daily routine, stuff that you can do, life admin or things that you've always been putting off that you need to do for your job that are just sort of extras. Um, I don't know, T- tidy up your social media profile. Uh, some put some old ordnance survey maps on the stairs. Is that a thing? It's something I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the horizontal part. Oh, and the vertical bit, as in the little bit between the steps, as in a decorating thing. Yes. It sounded like you just wanted to put a pile of maps on oh, the no, stairs. No, I was it's like, a decorative that thing. will take two minutes. We've got a load of maps and I'm supposed to throw them out. But instead, <laughs> I cut them up and I made them into a decorative piece. That's lovely. Do your parents know you're doing that? Uh, yes, it's, got, it's had the green light. That's so, oh, that's so a crucial thrilled. thing. If you are trying a large, de- large scale decorative project, do get the green light. Get the green light. Ordnance over map or not? Homeowner, whoever pays the bill, take um, up an exercise, take up running, and make ex- sure you've got a schedule. Absolutely, and then try and spend some quality time with, with your parents. It isn't just like talking about the housework or when you're leaving. <laughs> like, yeah, do something as a movie night or a cinema. If it's go a fun, out, if you know, film on the cinema or a, what's go going, yeah, what's going on in the local area? Like, can go you to walk? a fate. Can you, yeah, what can you talk to in the village? What are people doing? And if there isn't a thing, you know, start one. Does there start need to? Start a fate. Start a fate. Start a book club. Start. Become the know. mayor of the town. Become the mayor. <laughs> I think the biggest one is help out and be as, good as adult as you can, be as good value as you can, because you're not 17, 16 anymore. When you left, you were a different person. So you've grown, they've grown, and you need to be like an adult now. That's what you are. All, you were three adults living in a house. Or four. Or seven. Or many. Uh, uh, Who are we, sir? Your, your parents. Thrupple 
And uh, <laughs> I, love, I love the word throuple. It's so good. It's so good. And the polygamous Mormons who are lodging there. So you're all in. There we go. Thank you so much for listening. Um, tweet us at Nobody Panic Pod or me at Stevie M. The S is a five. At Tessa Coates. And you can email us on Nobody Panic Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 